time when we need to hear from God, in this late hour in which we live, it's that time now. Bible lets us know that there's a famine in the land, not a famine of bread, nor a famine of water, but it's a famine for hearing the words of the Lord. That is the famine today. The famine that we're faced with today is the famine for hearing the words of God. So we realize the Bible says that men should not live by bread alone, but men shall live, survive, all right, by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. All right, so we want to hear from God this morning. Amen. We want to turn our Bibles to Luke, the first chapter. Luke, the first chapter, as you all pray for us this morning. And we're going to begin reading in Luke, the first chapter, at verse number 16. And many of the children of Israel shall he turn to the Lord their God. And many of the children of Israel shall he. Who is he talking about? Amen. Luke talk referring to here. He's referring to John the Baptist. And he's saying that John, amen, would turn many unto the Lord. Amen. Amen. Their God. Read, brother. And he shall go before him in the spirit and the power of Elias. He shall go before him. He should be go. John will go before Jesus Christ in the spirit and power of Elias. To turn the hearts of the fathers to the children. To turn the hearts of the fathers to the children. And the disobedient to the wisdom of the just. The disobedient to the wisdom of the just. Go ahead. To make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Thank you, brother. To make ready a people prepared for the Lord. In the opening of the New Testament here, amen, after 400 years of silence, where there was no prophet, amen, in the outward form preaching, God sent a man named John as a witness and a light, a forerunner of Jesus Christ who was to come into the world. Brother and John, uh, he preached uh, in the wilderness, clothed in Campbell's hair. His meat was locust and wild honey. Amen. He was girded about his waist. Amen. With with, uh, 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 Campbell's hair and Campbell's skin. Uh, Amen. But he went preaching the baptism of repentance. For the remission and forgiveness of sins. Uh, baptizing folks in the Jordan River that all men uh, in Judea and all men in Jerusalem uh, can be saved. And what was his message? His message was, I'm just a voice. Crying in the wilderness. I'm just a voice. I'm not the Christ. Brother, I'm just a voice. I'm crying in the wilderness. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. That was his message. His message was prepare ye the way of the Lord. I'm just a voice. I ain't nobody. He said I must decrease and he must increase. Matter of fact, I'm not even worthy to tie his shoes. Amen. I'm not even worthy to baptize him. He said I'm just a voice. And his message was prepare the way of the Lord. Amen. In other words, prepare for the coming 
of the Lord. Prepare your way for the Lord. Prepare your footsteps, your life, your paths for the Lord. He's coming. That, that was John. Jesus hadn't even got there yet. But John was, pre- he had faith that he was coming. He said, he's coming. Prepare yourself. Prepare yourself. Prepare yourself. Amen. And brother, the people went out. They went out. They had faith in John's message. They were asking God, Lord, save me from my sins. Brother John the Baptist, they called him John the Baptist, who baptized. He baptized folks, uh, thank God, in the River Jordan. Amen. Uh, and then, you know what? They was asking, what shall we do? Amen. They was asking, what shall we do then? The publicans came. The publicans, the publicans came. What shall we do then? Jesus told them, "Don't exact too much money out. Don't exact money out of people that's not yours." Amen. That's that's what John told them. Amen. The soldiers came. What shall I do? Soldiers was getting saved. Rome was being converted before Christ came. Soldiers was being saved, brother. And they said, "Well, what shall we do then?" Amen. Don't pr- imprison people unjustly. Is what is what John told them. Amen. Amen. John preached, prepare the way. Go over to chapter 3 in verse number 4. Amen. Chapter 3, verse number 4, brother. As it was written in the book of the words. I'm sorry. Go up to verse number 3 and 4. And he came into all the country about Jordan. Yes. Preaching the baptism of repentance. Yes. For the remission of sins. Preaching the baptism of repentance for the forgiveness Amen. Of your sins. That was he was, that's what he was preaching. That God can save you from your sins. That God can, can pick you up. You don't have to be in a condition that you're in. You can be saved. You can be delivered. You can be set free. Yes. Right, that's the message John was preaching. He was just preaching a message of repentance. Repent, repent, repent. Amen. Read, brother. As it was written in the book of the words of Esaias the prophet. Yes. Saying, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare, prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. Amen. You know what the word prepare means? It means, it means get ready. Exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. It means get ready. Yeah. It, no, it, it, it means, it, I'm taking it a little deeper than that. Amen. We're going to see a little deeper than that. The Bible said we got to be ready. Amen. It means to provide. Amen. It means to put your life in order. And when Jesus Christ came, he came with a purpose. Brother and the people were saved from their sins. Jesus Christ came that he should save his people from their sins. He came. Amen. And he went. He came for, my God, his ministry started at 33 years old. Bro, at 30 30 years old, he died at 33 for those three years, brother. He came and fulfilled his purpose, and he said, now, I'm going away to prepare you a place that where I am, you may be also. Amen. He, he was, he was, he was, the Bible says in Acts, he was up in the clouds. And he looked down at the men. He said, why are you staring at me? Why are y'all men? He said, I'm coming back. He said, don't worry. I'm coming back. Y'all know what y'all need to do? 
He said, y'all need to go to Jerusalem and tarry until you be endued with power from on high. Because now that I'm gone, you're going to need something to keep you, and that's the Holy Ghost. So if you go to Jerusalem and you tarry, amen, in Jerusalem, you'll get filled with the power of the Holy Spirit that's going to keep you saved. But he said, I'm coming back. The, th the thought is, he said, I'm going away again now. You got to be ready. Just what John said before Christ came. John said, get ready. He's coming. Prepare yourself. He's coming. Well, he came. He came and fulfilled a mission. He came and walked here in the flesh. Brother, he walked here in the flesh to show us how we ought to live in order to please God. He left us a pattern. He left us an example. He left us a church. Brother, he left us a life that we ought to live. Now he's saying, he's saying, he's saying, he's saying, he's saying, get ready. Live my life. Set your house in order. You see the life I live because I'm coming back again. I came the first time, I'm coming back the second time, and when I come back the second time, I'm coming with fire in my eyes. I'm coming back not as a savior, I'm coming back as a judge. He's not coming back, brother, to save nobody. He's coming back this time as a judge. He came back the first time to seek and to save those that was lost. But when he come back this time, brother, he come back as a judge. His first coming was a warning. His first coming, brother, was, was uh, so that we, brother, can prepare ourselves for the final analysis, for the final judgment. Amen. Brother, there's going to be a day. There's coming a day. Brother, when the dead in Christ shall rise, there's coming a day, brother, when the graves are going to open up. Brother, there's coming a day when those that died out in the sea is coming out to see, the Bible says. Brother, there's coming a day when the Bible says, every eye shall see him. Go to Amos. Go to Matthew, the 24th chapter. Matthew, the 24th chapter. Brother, in verse 42. Matthew. 24, he said, I'm coming back. He said, I'm coming back for prepared people. Watch therefore. Amen. So, so you know what you need to do? Watch therefore. He said, you need to watch. You need to watch therefore. Read. For ye know not what hour your Lord doth come. You don't know. I don't know. What hour, what day, what time, what evening. It may be morning. It may be night. It may be noon. Amen. But we got to be ready. Yes. Be ye ready when he comes. Yes. Because you don't know. The hour, no man know, not even the angels in heaven know. When God's going to tell his son, time shall be no more. Read. But know this. But know this. But if the good men Skip of down the house, to verse 44. Therefore be ye I'm also. I'm sorry, go ahead. That's verse 43. Read that, yes. please, brother. But know this. Know this. That if the good men of the house the had known. The good man of the house had known. In what watch the thief would come. Yes. He would have watched. He would have watched. And wouldn't, would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Yes. Yes. Uh, if you know what hour the thief going to come, you're going to have who going to be sitting in the house with you. going to have the police sitting up there with you. Amen, because you're going to be ready for the thief when he comes. Yes. Amen, if you know that what time the thief going to come, but I'm telling you here, ain't no thief going to tell you when they're coming. Right. You know what time they're going to come when you're not watching? Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen, read, brother. 
Therefore, be ye also ready. So the Bible, Jesus said, therefore, Jesus said, be ye also ready. For in such an hour as ye think not. Amen. For in such an hour you think not. The Son of Man coming. The Son of Man, he is coming yes. at an hour when you think not. The Son of Man is coming. The Son of Man is coming. Give me Revelation 16, 15. Revelation 16, 15. Uh, let us just warn you a bit. Let me just warn you a bit uh, of what's going to happen. Uh, amen. He's coming at an hour uh, when you think not. Read, brother. Behold. Behold. I come, I come as a thief. Amen. Uh, Jesus said, uh, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watches. God said, blessed is he that watches. And keepeth his garments. And keep his salvation. Lest he keep your salvation. Lest Don't let your garments uh, get spotted. Uh, he's coming back for a church uh, without a spot, uh, without a wrinkle, uh, without any such thing. Uh, bro, we got to stay clean. Uh, we got to stay white. Uh, we got to stay pure. Uh, blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God. No man know the hour. Uh, no man know the day uh, when the Son of Man coming. So he said, watch. Watch. Watch out for the devil. Watch out for his tricks. Watch out what he got in his bag. You know what your weakness is. You know what the snares are. You know what he's going to tempt you with. Watch. Yes. Mm. Read, brother. Lest he walk naked and they see his shame. Amen. Go back to uh, Matthew 24. Matthew 24, verse 36. Matthew 24. We read a little bit more in Matthew, the 24th chapter. But of that day and hour. But of that day and hour. Knoweth no man. Knoweth no man. No, not the angels of heaven. Not even the angels. I told you the angels in heaven don't even know. But read. my father only. But my father only. Read. But as the days of Noah were. Amen. You know what? I believe God couldn't even tell the angels. So shall. In the Old Testament, you know, God would send angels to the earth. Mm. God wouldn't even tell the angels. No man know. Read, brother. But as the days of Noah were, as so, in the days of Noah, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Read. For as in the days that were before the flood, yes, they were eating and drinking. They were eating. Marrying and giving in marriage. They were drinking. Until they were marrying and giving in marriage. They was having a good time. Yeah. Right. People was having a good time. They were partying. They were marrying. They were building. They were giving in marriage. Man, they was having a good time. Wasn't thinking about God. Wasn't thinking. Noah preached for 120 years. Mm. You don't know what the Bible say? Noah preached for 120 years. What was he saying? God is coming. He's mm. going to send the rain. He's going to send the rain. The rain is coming. Brother, it had never rained on the earth ever. You know how the, the earth got its water? It got its water from the dew that came up from the ground. That's how the earth was water. The trees and the plants. So it had never rained. It was hard for the people to believe and conceive that there was going to be water that would come down out of the heavens. So people did not believe, just like people don't believe today, that Jesus Christ is coming back. Right. Amen. But the Bible said no man know the day or the hour. And the Bible lets us know, amen, uh, that God told Noah to get in the ark after he had built the ark. Amen. And the Bible says when Noah got in the ark, God shut the door. The Bible said when God shut, no man can open. When God opened, no man can shut. 
Amen. What is God? What is he saying in that analogy? God is standing at your heart's door. You got the authority to open and close. You got the authority to open. But once God lock you in, once God shut you out, brother, you're going to be knocking and hollering, trying to get in. But it's going to be too late. Well, why Jesus stand at your heart's door saying, let me in. I want to come in and sup with you. I want to be your savior. Let me in your heart. People are eating, drinking, and partying, and playing, just going about their business, not even giving no consequences of, of the end. No thought to God. And verse, what does it say, brother? And uh, they were marrying and giving in marriage yeah. until the day that Noah entered the ark. Yes. And knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. That's going to be the coming of the Son of Man is going to be. The Bible says he's come back in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. Mm -hmm. That's how quick, isn't that? That's pretty fast. Brother, you can't repent before I twinkle my eye. Right. The Bible says he come back as a twinkle of the eye. Mm -hmm. Boom, just like that. It won't be no time for going to church. It won't be no time for telling somebody I'm sorry that I offended. Right. Brother, that's why he said, be ready, be ready. Right. Be ready. The Bible says we all should give an account to God that is ready to judge the quick and the dead. The end of all things is at hand. 2 Peter 3.10, don't have to turn there, but the Bible says the day of the Lord is as a thief in the night in which the heavens and the earth will pass away with a great noise, and the elements thereof shall melt with fervent heat. The Bible lets us know. Go over to 2 Peter 3.10. Let's read that. The Bible says in Thessalonians, while you're going to 2 Peter, the third chapter, uh, that the Lord shall descend from heaven uh, with the shout, uh, with the shout of an archangel, uh, and with the trump of God, uh, and the dead in Christ shall rise first, uh, and we which are alive and remain uh, shall be caught up together uh, to meet him in the clouds, uh, in the air. Right. Right. Well, brothers, let's, let's look at briefly what's going to be the end. What's going to be the end? How will the end be? Many people want to know how will the end be, but many will not be prepared knowing what the end is going to be like. Amen. Verse number eight. Verse number nine. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise. He's not going to slack concerning. He's coming back. As some men count slackness. Some men count slack. They look at that being slack. God is saying he's going to come back a long time. Some men count it as being slack. Some men count it as being nothing. They, oh, God has come back. I've been hearing that for years. Read, brother. But is long-suffering to us were not willing that any should perish. Why is God waiting? Why isn't God came back already? Because of his mercy. Because of his love. His, brother, it's not his will that any should perish. He's trying, to, he's trying to get your attention. He's trying to talk to you. He's trying to, hey, flag you down. He's trying to tell you, slow down. He's trying to tell you, you need to stop. He's trying to tell you, you need to repent. He sent dreams. He sent close calls to brush us to death. He's trying to awake you. He's trying to woo you. He's trying to warn you. Send many warnings. Send many opportunities. He's not willing any man should perish, but because he's not slack concerning his promise, it's just that he's not back yet because he's waiting on you. Yeah. 
But brother, he's not always going to be waiting on you. Hold your place there. I'm going to show you Matthew the 13th chapter real quickly. Hold your place there in 2 Peter. Matthew the 13th chapter. He's not going to always wait. There's one day he's going to rise up and say, enough is enough. Amen. There's one day uh, he's going to rise up and he's going to say, enough is enough. Amen. In Matthew. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. One of these days, God, amen, is going to rise up and shut to your door. Amen. The Bible says you should be without saying, Lord, Lord, open unto us. Amen. Many people are going to be saying, Lord, open unto us. Amen. And it's going to be too late. Too late. Oh, God, help us to be ready when he comes. Amen. Not getting ready, but be ready. Amen. I'm taking a little further. You better be ready. Amen. People saying I'm getting ready, but you've been getting ready for the last 10 years now. Amen. God is saying when once the master of the house is open. Where's that at? I can't find that. When once the master of the house is risen up and shut into your heart's door. You all bear with me here. All right. We won't be defeated. The devil don't want us to get it. All right, y'all bear with us here. 24. Listen to the words of the word. Strive to enter in. Strive. Put forth a great effort. Strive. Push. Amen. Don't stop. Don't give up and quit. But fight. Strive. Amen. Amen. Push yourself. Amen. Strive. Struggle. Struggle through it. No pain, no gain, brother. Strive. Put forth a great effort, a great fight. Jesus says, strive. Why, why did Jesus say to them to strive? Because look at verse 23. What did he say in verse 23? Then said one unto him. Then Lord, said one of the disciples unto him. Lord, are there few that be saved? Lord, are there few to be saved? The Bible does say a few going to make it. Mm-hmm. Not everybody that say unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father Amen. shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. People going to church talking about Lord, Lord, Lord. People doing many good works, passing out tracts, preaching. People going places on, on evangelistic trips. But God don't care about that if my life ain't right. Mm-hmm. God don't care about that if my life, I still got sin in my life. I can visit all, be on every church roll in St. Pete. I can sing in every choir in St. Pete. Amen. I can evangelize the world. But Jesus said, if you die, if you die, St. John 8.21, hold your place there, Luke. We're coming back. We're coming back, and then we're going to Peter again. Say, amen. St. John 8.21, is the Spirit of God lead with the Scripture? Amen. Get ready to turn quickly. St. John, I believe, is 8.21. What did the Bible say? You can preach all you want. You can teach all you want. Bro, that don't mean nothing to God. That don't mean nothing to God. That's what they were doing in that's what they were doing in Noah's day. That's what they were doing in Jeremiah's day. There was many prophets. What does the Bible say in St. John 8:21, brother? Then said Jesus. What Jesus again had to say to them. What Jesus say? I go my way. Jesus said, listen, I'm I, going my way. And ye shall hold, seek hold me. Hold on, hold on. I'm going my way to do what? To prepare you a place. Yeah. He said, I'm going my way. I'm coming back. But what's gonna happen if you do something? Read. And I'm going my way, and uh, ye shall seek me. And you're going to seek me. 
And There's shall, one place the Bible says, you shall seek me, but shall not be able to find me. Why? Yeah. Because you didn't do it in the time that God was dealing with yeah. you. You didn't do it in the proper time that God was talking to you, that God was uh, uh, um, dealing with your heart uh, when you was heavy, uh, when you was under conviction, uh, when you was burdened about it. Bro, that was a time for you to strive. That was a time for you to get it. Uh, but you missed your time. Now you're out seeking for God. And what the next part say? And, and shall die in your sins. And shall die, die in your sins. Whether I go, ye cannot come. God say, will I go to heaven, prepare a place for you, many mansions, streets of gold? He said, you shall not come. Why? Because you died in your sins. You never stopped sinning. Amen. That's a, that's a problem with the religious world today. They're going to church but yet committing sin. Amen. That's the problem with the religious world today. Uh, they, amen, in the choir, on the deacon board, on the usher board, and on every board. Uh, but amen. But yet lying, cheating, smoking, stealing. Amen. Cussing and slipping and sliding. Come on. Uh, brother, God, look for people that's going to stand. Amen. Bible said, be ye steadfast, be ye unmovable, always abound. The Bible says, stand fast in the liberty where Christ has made you free and be not again entangled with the yoke of bondage. Brother, now unto him that is able to keep you from falling. You don't have to fall. You can stand. Amen. He's come out with a, without spot, without wrinkle, without any excuse. All right, brother. Go back to Luke. Go back to Luke, the 24th verse. It says, strive to, to enter in. At the straight gate. Read. For many, I say unto you, will seek to enter in. Yes. And shall not be able. Shall not be able. Why? When once the master of the house has, is risen up. When once the master of the house is risen up. And has shut the door. Has shut to your heart's door. And ye begin to stand without. Ye begin to stand without. And to knock at the door. Like they did in Noah's day. Saying, When God Lord, shut that, oh, that ark, they were knocking. They was hollering, Uncle Noah, Cousin Noah, Brother Noah, open up. It's raining out here. It's to my ankles. It's to my knees. It's in my waist. Oh, I'm drowning. When once the master of the house is risen up and shut to the harsh door, to your door, read. And knock at the door, saying, Lord, Lord, open unto us. Yes. And he shall answer and say unto you, Yes. I know you not. I whence don't ye are. know you. Jesus said, I don't know you. But what they gonna say? Read, brother. What the next part say? Then shall ye begin to say, We have eaten and drunk in thy presence. We ate at your banqueting table at the church. We was eating the good word of God. I sat there and ate God. I drank the good word of God. I was I was at the street meetings. I was at the at the house meetings. God, I visited the sick. I visited those in prison. Read. And thou hast taught in our streets. And you taught in our streets. Read. Don't you remember say, me? I tell you, I know you not you said whence I ye know. are. You didn't prepare yourself. Depart from me. Depart from me. All ye workers of iniquity. All ye workers. What is iniquity? Is, iniquity is hidden sin. Iniquity is secret sin. That's what iniquity is. When you read the word iniquity in the Bible, he's dealing with religious folks. Yes. He said, woe unto you, scribes, Pharisees, and hypocrites. You got iniquity in your heart. That's all he did with religious folks with iniquity. 
When he's talking, he talking to folks, he just used the word sin. But it, religious folks, they hide it. Mm. Still got things in their life. That's what iniquity is. It means deep, hidden sin. Amen. He said, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. And what verse 28 say? There shall be weeping and gnashing of the teeth. There shall be weeping and gnashing of the teeth. When ye shall see Abraham. When ye shall see Abraham. And Isaac. And Isaac. And Jacob. And Jacob. And all the prophets. And all the prophets. In the kingdom of when God. When you down in hell and you burning up, you can't get out. And the fire is hot. Brother, there's fire and brimstone. You're going to be able to see Isaac. You're going to be able to see Jacob. You're going to be able to see the saints of God. You're going to be able to see the one who gave you a track. You're going to be able to see the ones that witnessed to you. You're going to be down there hollering, brother. But you're going to be able Amen to see the sights, but they can't see you. And yourselves thrust out. And yourselves thrust out. Read. And they shall come from the east. They shall come from the east. And from the west. From the west. And from the north. From the north. And from the south. Yes. And shall sit down in the kingdom of God. That's good enough, brother. Yes. That's good enough. Amos, the fourth chapter. Hold your place in, in Second Peter. We'll come back there. Amos. Amen. After Daniel, amen, Hosea, Joel, and then Amos. Amen. In the Old Testament, right behind Obadiah and Jonah. Amos, the fourth chapter. Verse number nine through verse number 12, brother. I have smitten you with blasting and mildew. God said, I have smitten you. I smite you with blastings. I smite, smitten you with mildew. Amen. Real mildew means something that's rotten. Something that's getting old. Amen. Blasting, brothers, disease. Amen. Read. When your gardens and your vineyards and your fig trees and your olive trees increase. Amen. All you, you was increasing in life. Your vineyards. You got a big house. You got a nice ride. Amen. You were looking like you was doing well. Amen. It increased. Read. The palm of worm devoured them. But, but it all got devoured. The palm of worm, it ate it up. People are being devoured by sin. Read. Yet have ye not returned unto me. And yet still, what is it going to take to get your attention? What is it going to take for God, for you to get fully committed to God? What God got? What measures do God got to go through, brother, to get your attention? He didn't send you mildew. He didn't send you blastings. He didn't took away your good things. Mm. Mm. Read. I have sent among you the pestilence after the manner of Egypt. I've sent you the the pestilence. What was God doing trying to get Pharaoh's attention? Brother, he sent the flies. He sent the locusts. He sent darkness. All the water turned to blood, and Pharaoh still was ignoring God. Then he go back, Lord, uh, save me. Send Moses uh, to take these frogs out of my house. Uh, they're everywhere, God. And God sent Moses. He'll, the frogs depart. He said, he'll play with God again. I'm not going to let y'all go. Nah, 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 nah. Another brother, next day, God sent another plague down to Egypt. Turn all the water to blood, brother. The water was stinking. He cried out to the Lord, Lord, help me. Forgive me. I'll do it this time. And he kept playing with God with them seven plagues until God took the thing that was closest to him. Brother, God, God took his son and killed his son. 
and everybody in Egypt didn't have the blood over the door. When the deaf angel came through, it hit Pharaoh's house. Brother, that's what finally broke him. But even after that, he still went after the children of Israel. People are so gone back from God, they can't get God they wanted to. Still going back to the crack. Coming back, getting saved. Still going back to the drug hole. Still going back to the traps. Amen. Coming back. I think I'm going to make it this time. Still going back out fornicate. Coming back. I think I'm going to stay saved this time. Brother, God is tired of your backsliders. What is it going to take? You're deteriorating with AIDS. Amen. What is it going to take? What is it going to take for your will to break? What is it going to take for you to say, Lord, I surrender? I've stopped fighting God. Help us, Lord. Read, brother. Your young men have I slain with the sword. Your young men have I slain with the sword. And have taken away your horses. Man, we see young people dying in the streets every day. Mm -hmm. The Bible says you live by the sword. You're going to die by the sword. What is it going to take for us to wake up? For the saving of our young men, for the saving of our homes. The Bible says in limitation that the devil has creeped up in our windows. Here we guard the front door trying to keep, keep, keep the world out of our house. We guard the front door. The Bible said, no, he around at the back window. That's what Lamentations say. Y'all remember that scripture? The Bible said he creeped up in our windows. Spirits coming all up in our house. Spirits getting in our children. They acting all strange ways. Amen. Nasty attitudes. Amen. Bad tempers. Bad spirits. Getting up in mama's face. Rising up in daddy's face. Amen. Like you'll hit somebody. Sit down. It's real. The devil ain't playing with us. You say, are you mad, Pastor? I'm mad at the devil. And you got to get rise up and get mad at him too. I'm telling you something. I'm telling you something. If you want to be saved, you got to get militant about it. You got to be militant about this thing, man. And it's the army of the Lord, man. Even in Uncle Sam army, they don't want to be hollered at no more. They don't want to be told what's right. People don't want discipline, man. They don't want, they don't, they want to be lawless. Read, Brother Dave, read. And I have made the stink of your camps to come up into your nostrils. Yet have ye not returned unto me, saith the Lord. Yet have ye not returned unto me. Something stinking mm. in the house. Don't even go to find it. But God said, yet have ye not returned unto me, Lord. Unto the Lord. Read. I have overthrown some of you. I have overthrown some of you. As God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah. Yes. And ye were as the firebrand plucked out of the burning. What was, what was going on in Sodom and Gomorrah? Brother, that was the, the whole city, Sodom and Gomorrah, was given over to homosexuality. And God was telling Abraham and Lot, get out of there. He said, escape for your life to the mountains and don't look behind you. Here's Abraham walking up the mountain, brother. And his wife looked back. She turned to Pillar Saul. But Abraham, he couldn't even... I can't even lock, get him, don't even look. Just keep going. Right. Yes. But before God destroyed that city, he let Abraham get before God. He said, Lord, if there be 50 righteous people yet left in the city, would you not spare the city for 50 righteous people? God said, I'll spare the city for 50 righteous people if you can find 50 righteous people. And Abraham went down the city looking for 50 righteous He couldn't find 50. God said, get back. I'm going to destroy it. He went back again and said, Lord, would you spare it if we can find 45 folks that saved? God, would you please spare it? God said, I'll spare it if you can find 45 people. And, and God, Abraham went down there looking for 40. 
45 people that were saved, and he couldn't find 45. And God said, get back. I want to destroy it. Amen. He said, hold on, God. Hold on, God. Would you please save it if we can find 30 and 5? 30, 25. He went all the way down to five people and couldn't find five folks that want to live right. Wow. Couldn't even find five people that wanted to live right. I'm not saying want to live religious, right. Want to live free from sin. That's too hard. That don't make no sense. That's just too much. Come on. And you were. Brother, hold your place there. Thought has come to my mind. Just the same way Abraham went before God. The man of God is going before God. Lord, spare your people. Lord, spare your people. That's what the man of God does. He goes before God. He said, Lord, spare thy people. Bro, that's, that's our message today. Lord, I'm going to show you that in the scriptures. Go back to Hosea to your left. He said, Lord, spare. Spare us, God. Spare your people. Brother, we, we pray that God uh, will spare you here today, that, that you don't be destroyed. Go ahead to, to Joel. Joel. Amen. That you don't be destroyed. Uh, amen. Uh, by sin. Joel is right behind Amos. One book back, back behind Amos. Go to Joel, the second chapter, verse number 17. Joel, the second chapter, verse number 17. Just like Abraham, he was saying, God, the people, spare them. Give them more time to prepare themselves. Give them a little more opportunity. Spare your people, God, for 45. If I can find 45, God said, go ahead. I'll, I'll stand back. I can hold my wrath back. Go ahead to Joel, second chapter, verse 17. What does the Bible say, brother? Where we at? Let the priests, the ministers of the Lord. Let the priests, the ministers of the Lord. Weep between the porch and the altar. Weep between the porch and the altar. And let them say, spare thy people, Oh, o Lord. God, isn't that what we say? Lord, spare your people, God. Man, God, God is here at the altar ready to destroy but the front porch, the ministers are between the porch and the God's wrath saying, Lord, don't, 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 don't destroy. Show mercy, Lord. Show mercy on that soul, Lord. Let me go talk to him. Let me go make a phone call. Let me go make a run to talk to him, God, because I see your destruction. I see how your wrath, God, it was up to you. My God, you tell me to step back, I'll step back. But Lord, let me go try to deal with him. Mm -hmm. That should be all our burden for souls. He said, weep between the poor. Bro, we need to be weeping, crying. God, there's souls that's lost. There's souls that's not saved. There's souls that need to repent. And what did he say, brother? Spare thy people. Don't destroy your people. And give them thine heritage. And give them thy heritage to reproach. That the heathen should and rule give over not them. thy inheritance to reproach. That Let the, the heathen, heathen should read. rule over them. Wherefore should they say among the people, Where is their God? Oh God, spare thy people. Go, go, brother, to to Luke the Amen. Go Luke the thirteenth chapter. 
Luke, the 13th chapter. Glory be to God. Hold your place there, Amos. We got to come back there. Luke, the 13th chapter. Amen. Y'all stay with us a little while longer, please. Amen. Luke, the 13th chapter, verse 6. He spake also this parable. Jesus spake this parable. What did he say? A certain man had a fig tree. A certain man had a fig tree. Planted in his vineyard. Planted in his vineyard. And he you see came. that tree back there, brother? A certain man had a fig tree. Planted in his vineyard. And he came and sought fruit thereon. Amen. And found none. Amen. Uh, he came. And he, he came to look for some fruit on the fig tree. Right. He came uh, seeking for some fruit uh, on the fig tree. Amen, brother. He, Jesus came by the fig tree and said, man, it's the season. Yeah. It's time for that. You know, if, you're, if you plant an orange tree, you're expecting oranges in a certain season. Right. At a certain time, you're expecting oranges to show up on that tree. Right. You're depending on it. Your life, your money, your, your income depend on them when oranges to show up. Well, here Jesus passed by this fig tree. He had to stop. He said, hold on. There should be figs on that tree. What's going on with that tree? What did he say, Brother David? A certain man had a fig, uh, vineyard, he had a fig tree in it. What happened? He, then he said, and he found none. Then and, he, and he sought for some fruit on the fig tree, and he didn't see the fruit there. Read. Then he said unto the dresser of his vineyard. Then he said to the dresser of the vineyard. Behold. Behold. These three years I come seeking fruit on this fig tree three and years. find none. These three years. I've been looking for some fruit on this tree for the last three years. I've been waiting on you to get straight. I've been waiting on you to straighten up. I've been waiting on you to repent. I've been waiting to see some fruits mm. of, of salvation in your life. And for three years I've been dealing with you. I've been coming by and I don't see none. Read, brother. Cut it down. He said, hold on. Just go ahead and cut it down. Destroy it. It's useless to me. Cut it down. Read. Why cumbereth it the ground? Why are you just taking up space? Breathing my good air, eating my food, amen, walking in my healthy body, and you're not even bringing forth no fruit. Why are you covering the ground, taking up space? Cut them down. Build a grave for them. Read. And he answering said unto him. And the dresser, what did the dresser do? What did the dresser do? Lord, let it alone this year also. Four years, Lord. Maybe this will be the fourth year, God. Let, it, let this tree alone this year. Lord, let it alone. Lord, stand back. Let it alone this year, Lord. Read. Let it alone this year also. Yeah. Till I shall dig about it Lord, and dung it. Let me go about this thing and dig about it. Maybe it's not getting the proper nutrients. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not getting the proper fertilizer. Maybe it's not getting the right, uh, 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 uh. Lord, let me go around and replant this thing. Let me work with it a little while longer, God. Let me dig about it. Let me see some bad dreams. Uh, let me see some close calls of death. Let me try to get their, their attention, God. Let it alone this year also. And read. And if it bear fruit, And well. if it bear fruit, good, and, God. And if not. And if not. Then after that, thou shalt cut it down. And after that, you cut it down. Many people are being cut down, mm. being cut down by God. See, God would do that after he show his mercy and give you ample amount of time. Titus 2.11, brother. I'm sorry, go back to Amos, then Titus. Amos. Amos. Praise be unto God. Amen. We just want to give it to you straight this morning. Amen. We don't want to sugarcoat it. 
Time out for sugarcoating. Time out for amen. We got the, today we see amen, amen. These preachers, amen, today they want to sugarcoat stuff. Amen. But by God's grace, we just want to give it to you like the word of God say. Amen. Amos, the fourth chapter, brother. Amen. Yes. And verse number 11. I have overthrown some of you. As God overthrew Sodom yes. and Gomorrah. Yes. And you were as a firebrand plucked out of the burning. Read. Yet have ye not returned unto me, said the Lord. I spared you. I spared your life. Mm. But still you haven't returned unto me, said the Lord. Therefore, Read. Therefore, thus will I do unto thee. Therefore, o God say, thus will I do unto thee, O Israel. O Israel. And because I will do this unto thee. Yeah, and because I will do this unto thee. What did he say? Prepare to meet thy Prepare. God. Prepare. The same message that God gave to John, he's given us today. Prepare. Prepare to meet thy God. Prepare. I've spared you, but prepare to meet that God. I spared you. Why? Because I don't want to see you lost in sin. I don't want to see you lost. So I'm giving you time to prepare yourself to meet thy God. Set in order. Set your life in order. Prepare means to set your life in order. Prepare means to get ready. Prepare means to get fit for something that's getting ready to happen for a particular purpose, to qualify yourself to pass the judgment test. Isaiah, the 38th chapter, verse number one, brother. Isaiah, the 38th chapter, verse number one. God goes through great lengths to try to get us prepared before we come to a point where he's through with us. God just don't give up on people. Brother, his mercy, it endured forever. His love, it endured forever. And God is not as willing that any man should perish, but all come to repentance. Amen. So he go through great lengths before a person would die in their sin. He go through great lengths to try to prepare them. In Isaiah 38, chapter, verse number one, what does the Bible say, brother? In is sick unto death. In those days, in, in Hezekiah's days of his life, he was sick unto death. And Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, came unto him and said unto him. And came unto him and said unto him, he came uh, Isaiah a prophet. God always will send somebody your way to warn you. Mm -hmm. Amen. God always sends somebody your way to warn you, to give your word from the Lord. Yeah. Amen. God sent the message today to warn you. You're sick unto death. What you mean you're sick unto death? You're sick in your sins this morning. The wages of sin is death, and your sins is destroying you. Be sure your sin will find you out. There's nothing covered that should not be made known. There's nothing here that should not be revealed. You're trying to hide it. You're trying to stay. You're trying to smile behind it. But under that smile, under those nice clothes, right down deep in that heart, there's misery. There's pain. There's, there's, there's I'm tired. I want to change. I'm not a lot of happy. The way I'm living, behind all that facade, behind all that smile, behind the life of the party, you're still unhappy. Mm. And God has sent a message because why, right now you're sick, but you're sick unto death. You're getting ready to die. You're getting ready to die. 
Your sins is about to destroy you. Mm, 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 mm. Well, I, ain't, I ain't doing no crack. I ain't got AIDS. God, that don't mean nothing. God can destroy you at any time. Amen. Amen. You don't believe that? I'm sure. You go to Psalms, the 50th chapter, real quickly. Hold your place there. Can we come back to Isaiah? I mean, Hezekiah. We got to finish the story. But God can destroy you at any time. Amen. Go to uh, Psalms 50, 50, 50 and verse 21. Well, I don't feel nothing. I don't think nothing. I don't see God trying to do something. God sent the message your way. He said, I'm coming back like a thief in the night now. Isaiah, uh, uh, Psalm 50, verse 12. What did the Bible say there, Brother David? 12. Yes, sir. Uh, 21, I believe. Mm -hmm. These things hast thou done. All these, all these things you're doing. And I have kept silence. Uh, see, you, you, see you, you, you don't feel like God is, you don't feel like God wrath is upon you because God said, I've been keeping silent while you was doing it. But this day, I ain't keeping silent. This, this, this message there is your warning. Today, I ain't going to be quiet about nothing. God said, I'm going to read you your rights and read you your life up and down. I'm going to read you your, your life to this morning. He said, but all the while, you thought you was good. He said, but you know what I was doing? I was just being quiet. Read. Thou thoughtest that I was altogether such an one as thyself. You thought. You thought that I was in agreement with you. You thought that I, I, I was a merciful God and you can just repent every night. For your sins, you're going to go back and do the same thing again. Lord, forgive me tonight. I sinned today. Go sin. Lord, forgive me tonight for the sins I did today. Go back and sin. Look, God said, I just kept silent. You thought you was doing right. But he said what, brother? But I will reprove thee. But God said, I will reprove thee. And set them in order before thine I'm eyes. I'm going to set every your life. I'm going to set them all in order before your eyes. I'm going to show you all the things you have done. I'm going to put it all right before your eyes. Let you know it was wrong. 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 I'm setting it in order before your God. And God said, I want you to set it. I'm going to set it in order. I'm going to show you how to prepare yourself. I'm going to show you how to straighten this thing out. You in a situation don't seem like you can get out of it. God said, I'm going to straighten this situation out for you. Because why? I want to prepare you. I want to prepare you. Amen. Go back over there, brother. Amen. Going back over there, brother, to uh, where was he? Isaiah, the 38th Isaiah. chapter? Yes. Amen. Finish reading there, please. In those days was Hezekiah sick unto death. The, and, uh, and Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, came unto him and said unto what him. What did he say? What did he say? Thus said the Thus Lord. Thus said the Lord. Set thine house in order. Set thine house in order. God said, I will set them in order before your eyes. Set your house in order after the pattern that I've shown you now. Amen. After I give you plain instruction, don't go out trying to finagle and, and fix it yourself. Amen. Just obey the word. Just obey the prophet. Just do it the Bible way. Amen. It's going to hurt your flesh a little bit. It might hurt. Don't, don't, don't get it. Don't, don't, don't try to rearrange the way you want to. Set it in order. Yes. Set your house. God say your house is out of order. Your spiritual house, your spiritual life. And you go as far as said the reason why your, your, your natural house is out of order, because your spiritual house is out of order. The reason why some other things are out of order, because your life is out of order. God says set your house in order. Read. For thou shalt die and not live. Because this day you are going to die and not live. Oh, what a sad situation. Oh, what happened? What did, now let's see what Hezekiah, let's see what Isaiah did. Then Hezekiah turned his face toward the wall. You know what? Hezekiah, he stopped looking at folks. He turned his face toward the wall. And prayed he, unto the Lord. He turned, his, he turned away from the world. 
He turned away from his problem. He turned away from it. He got before God, brother. He turned his face towards the wall. And what did he say? And said, remember now, O Lord. Remember now, O Lord. I beseech thee. I beg you, Lord. How I have walked before thee in truth. How I have walked with thee in truth. And with a perfect heart. With a perfect heart. And have done that which done is good, that which in, is thy good in thy sight, God. And Hezekiah wept. And so. oh, he was contrite. He was he was sorry from the bottom of his heart. He wept sore. And what happened? Then came the word of the Lord to Isaiah, saying, Oh, God spoke it to the prophet again. I like the second news now. He go, told the prophet, he said, go what? Go and say to Hezekiah. Go to Hezekiah, who's thus, sick, about to die. Read. Thus said the Lord. Uh, thus said the Lord. The God of David, thy father. Yes, what did he say? I have heard thy prayer. Uh, you know what? You got your breakthrough. Mm -hmm. Huh? Yes. You got a breakthrough. I heard your prayer. Yes. Huh? Read. I, I have seen thy tears. Huh? I seen, I seen your, your contrite heart. I seen you, I seen you was gonna get up and pray for. Yeah, you were broken, brother. You were broke. I seen your tears now. You this time you wasn't playing around with me. You wasn't messing around this time. This time you meant business with me. You ain't back. I know in your heart you ain't backsliding now. He said, I seen your tears. Read. Behold. Behold. I will add unto thy days. 15 years. He said, I'm going to add to your life. 15 years. Oh, isn't that a blessing? Amen. You can find the mercies of God. Amen. Go, amen. Go, go to Titus 2.11. Titus 2.11. Titus 2.11. As we prepare to close. Amen. Glory be to God. Right after Thessalonians is Timothy, and after Timothy is Titus. Right before Hebrews. Titus 2.11. For the grace of God. For the grace, the love, the mercies of God. That bringeth salvation. Oh, hath, that bringeth salvation. Has appeared to all men. Has appeared to all men. Right. Mm -hmm. Don't nobody get to the judgment and say, Lord, I didn't have an opportunity. Mm -hmm. The glove. The mercy, the grace of God has appeared to you this morning, to all men. What does that grace and mercy teach us to do? Teaching us that denying ungodliness. It teaches us how to deny ungodliness. And worldly lust. And worldly lust. We should live soberly. That we should live soberly. Righteously, righteously, and godly in this present world. In the world to come, huh? <laughs> Did it say in this the world to come? It said this world. Amen. Come on, what did it say, brother David? David said this world. This, this present world. This present world. God will teach you in this greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. His grace is sufficient that you can live a life that's pleasing unto him in this world. Amen. He'll teach you how to live godly, holy, righteously in this present world. Isn't that the, isn't that the mercies of God? Yes. Isn't that the grace of God's salvation? 
God's salvation this morning. He said it is extended unto you. You don't have to die in your sins. Jesus said if you die in your sins, where he is, you cannot come. You don't have to live the way you're living. But if you will confess and forsake your sins, he said I'll forgive you. I'll heal your land. Amen. Go to Isaiah. Amen. Glory be to God. Isaiah in closing. Glory be to God. Amen. In verse number 18, brother. Isaiah. Amen. Verse, I'm sorry. Start at verse number uh, 10. Our, our closing thought here. I said in the cutting off of my days. Isaiah 110. Oh. For time's sake, go down to verse 13. For time's sake. Bring no more vain ovulations. Bring Inc no more vain repentances. Incest is an abomination Don't unto me. Don't bring all your singing and your shouting and all your glory into me. God said, bring me a life. Bring me a, a true repentant heart. Bring no more vain oblations. Amen to me, read. The new moons and Sabbaths. Yes. The calling of assemblies. Yes. I, can, I cannot away with. Yes. It is iniquity, even the solemn meeting. Yes, read. Your new moons and your appoint, appointed feasts, my soul hateth. God say, my soul hateth. They are a trouble unto me. Amen, read. I am weary to bear All them. All your religious talking. How you doing? I'm blessed and highly favored. No, you, amen, you got five lottery tickets in your back pocket. <laughs> hey, huh? How you doing? Oh, the law has been good to me. Oh, hallelujah. No, you got some phone numbers in your cell phone that shouldn't be there and some pictures on your computer that shouldn't be. Come on! Mm -hmm. God looking at his hearts, brother. Yeah. Yeah. All this, all hallelujah and praise Jesus and you blessed and highly favored too, blessed and stressed and know all the lingo. You know how to talk it, right? Are you walking it? Amen. God said, all that vain stuff, stop, stop it. Just stop it. God said, stop it. Have you ever had your child, you know your child lying, you just say, stop it. Yeah. Just stop it. Stop right there. You don't go no further with that. Just pull your pants down. That's all. You stop it right there. Yeah. Huh? That's what God is saying. He just says, just stop it. Don't come, don't come with all these excuses. Don't come with all these, all this. See, a lot of people, some people like know how to talk. We've been learned, we've been taught to talk our way out of stuff for years. Yeah. You can't sweet talk, God. Yeah. God say, just stop it. Yeah. So I already know you. Amen. Yeah. All that vain and don't do nothing. In verse 15, when say what? And when you spread forth your hands, yes. I will hide my eyes from you. When you go in church, in church, you just stretching forth your hands, praise God say. <laughs> just stop it. Just stop it. Read. When ye make many prayers, I will not hear. You go and press service. Oh Lord, all hollering. God says, stop it. I won't hear it. Read. Your hands are full of blood. Because your hands are full of blood. Read. Wash you. Make what? you clean. God, but so God says, since that's the case, uh, yeah. amen, you're full of guilt and shame. He said, this is what you need to do. You need to wash you. Uh, make you clean. Read. Put away the evil of your doings. Put away the evil of your doings. From before mine eyes. From before my eyes. You can't hide from God. Cease to do evil. Cease to do evil. Learn to do Learn well. Learn to do well. Seek judgment. Seek what? Judgment. People don't like judgment now. Amen. They don't like judgment. They don't mm -hmm. like judgment. 
you judging me, you judging me. God said, you're going to love judgment. Yeah. You're going to want the preacher to judge you. You want somebody to judge you. I don't know nobody said the saint shall judge the world. What you mean you judging me? That's, people love to throw up that excuse to just try to block you from saying something to them. They, that's, 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 they hide behind you judging, you judging. Stop judging. No, you're supposed to judge. How you know that's an orange tree? You judge it by the fruit on it. By the fruits you shall know it. You judge it by your looking at it. Jesus said by their fruits you shall know them. I'm judging you because I see you doing sin and you're not saved. Stop saying you're saved. Stop judging me. Stop judging me. We all sinners. You ever heard that? We all sinners. Hold on. You can't serve the table of the Lord and the table of the devil at the same time. Mm -hmm. How can you be saved and a sinner at the same time? Mm -hmm. When God saved you, he washed you from all your sins. Mm -hmm. He cast them as far as the east is from the west. Amen. Huh? He cast, he'd have thrown them in a sea of forgetfulness. So why you keep bringing it up? You, you, I'm a sinner. The Lord forgives. He's a merciful God, so he's always there to forgive. That's an Stop Use that as an excuse now. Yes, he is there to forgive if you fall, but guess what? You don't have to fall. That's, right. See, that's the point that people are missing. That's, that's the point the message that people are not getting because the preachers ain't giving it to them. Why? Because they fall in themselves. We want to teach about the mercies of God, the love of God, but what about the judgments of God? He says, seek judgment, enjoy the judgment. That hard preacher, enjoy it, just enjoy it. Yes, Lord, if, if you find me, God, hit me, Lord. Hit me, Lord. Show me myself, Lord. Yes. Don't try to run and hide and, yes. and oh, this is too hard. Oh, hard. We live in a tough world. We ain't no little wimps. You can, you can live this life. Amen. Read, brother. Learn to do well, seek judgment. Learn to do well. Jesus said, learn of me. You have to learn to do well. Yes. You know, you never lived this life before. Right. You're not going to know everything after you get saved. Yeah. You got to learn. How are you going to learn if you don't come be taught? Yes. How are you going to learn if you don't come to church? Right. How are you going to learn if you don't read your Bible? Right. Mm -hmm. How are you going to learn if you don't pray and listen to the voice of God? Mm -hmm. You got to learn how to fight. You got to learn how to resist. Mm -hmm. You got to learn how to stand. You've been insecure, you've been unstable all your life, and you bring all that over into your salvation. Insecure, unstable, amen. Never can hold a job, never can keep a good, uh, a good consistency and nothing, always starting something and stopping. Now you're going to come and get saved. Guess what? That stuff going to follow you right into your salvation. All them excuses going to try to follow you. Brother, you got to come and learn how to defeat that devil that I can't stand. Yes. Amen. Glory be to God. Come now. Learn to do well. Seek judgment. Relieve the oppressed. Judge the fatherless. Plead for the widow. And what does verse 18 say? Come now. Jesus, God said, come now. Come later. Now. Come when I get ready. Come now. Come when I work this situation out and that situation out. What did he say? Come now and let us reason together. Now is the acceptable time. Today is the day of salvation. The day you hear God's voice. Don't harden your heart against God. Come now. He said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Learn of me. Learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest. You shall find rest. No more trouble. No more heartache, no more pain, but rest. 
No more worry. No more anxiety. No more heartache. Rest. Amen. So you're going to find some rest. Yes. You, ever had, you ever been running and you was tired and you sit down and the, what's the first thing you say? Woo. <laughs> huh? <laughs> huh? You've been running from the dead. You've been running from a dog and you, get, you finally get in the house and flop down on the couch. What's the first thing going to come out of your mouth? Woo. Yes. Thank you. Huh? That's what you're going to do when you get saved. Huh? Yes. After, you get, after, you, after you've been carrying all that load, huh? You've been carrying the, the guilt and load of sin. Huh? A big burden on your back. Huh? You've been burdened down. Drug habit. Huh? Woman habit. Lust habit. Come on. Been burdened down with problems. Cares. And in sin, the devil going to keep giving you more and keep giving you more. And the more and more you get, the more down and more down you're going to be. And you've been going for so long carrying this stuff. Amen. Huh? Yeah. Jesus said, come unto me, right? He said, give me all that stuff. Huh? He said, give me all of it. He said, all of it. He said, Lord, this, too, this right here too big for me. Take that. Huh? Woo! You start standing a little bit. Come on. Huh? Have you ever had a big load? You have that. You try to grab all your groceries at one time because you didn't want to make two trips. Huh? You got 10 bags in each hand, Brother Ray. You got milk in, in the fingers and juices in this finger, huh? And you get in the house and you finally just unload it. You can feel yourself coming back up. Huh? You get rid of that. Huh? You get rid of that. You say, Lord, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm giving it all. I'm giving it all to the Lord. Huh? The devil say, the devil say, well, what about Susie? Yeah. Yeah. What you going to do about her? Right. Well, Lord, I don't know about Susie. <laughs> well, we can work something out, Lord. God said, I said, give me all of it. Well, Lord, let me try to fix this one. I'm going to give you everything, but I'm going to keep this one right here. Huh? God said, give me everything. You're not going to get that load off, that monkey off your back. You hold on to one thing. Amen. You got to be willing to put everything in God's hand. Amen. Lord, I give up. I give up to go up. Come on. Yeah. I give up to go up. Yeah. You ain't going to go up if you don't give up. Amen. You keep holding on, it's going to be a load on your back. But you got to learn how to put some situations in God's hands. Yeah. You got to learn how to trust in God, and if God, and let me tell you something. I'm going to show you something. I'm going to show you something. When you get saved, you got to give up all your bad things, but you know what you got to do? You got to be willing to give up all the good things, too. And God said, what's good for you, I'll give it back to you. So, so you had the attitude, Lord, I don't want nothing. I want you to strip me, Lord, take me out. God said, well, you've learned in time, well, this wasn't wrong. It wasn't nothing wrong with that. You can have that. You can have that. It wasn't no willful sin. It was just your understanding at the time. God will give you good things back to you. But you got to be willing just to give up everything. Right. You know what? I don't own my wife and my children. Them gods. I gave them, I gave them to God. But God is a good thing, so God gave my, giving them for a portion, huh? Right. But it's still God's. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Right. My job, I'm willing, Lord, whatever you tell me. You tell me to quit my job. I'm, willing to get, I, I'm not attached to that job over God. Right. But right. God knows it's good for me, so he gave me the job back. Come on. Right. Amen. Amen. 
Amen. My wife and I, we were, we were courting prematurely one time. And I said it for the glory of God. And the pastor found out about it. Pastor found out about it. Matter of fact, two pastors found out about it. And we were writing each other, and we were, we were claiming to be saved. And my pastor, both of the pastors, Pastor Gordon, she was under Pastor Gordon, and I was under Pastor Eula Jones, and they both agreed that this is premature. You need to consecrate yourself unto God. You need to get, your, you need to get sanctified. You need to be sold out to God. You need to, give your, you, need to, you need to put it on the altar. You need to give yourself to God. And boy, I tell you, she wrote me a Dear John letter. She said, don't write me, don't call me no more. I threw up. I missed school for how many days, mama? For about three days, I didn't go to school. I was depressed. Huh? Remember how I missed school and got sick? Got sick. The pastor up there in Chicago told her she can't call me. Don't leave me. Amen. Went to the school. The devil started showing me good-looking other girls. Well, why don't you get her? Why don't you get No. I said, I want to stay saved. I had to come to the point to give up. I see. Why did that attitude come? Because I needed to be sanctified. Right. To get that anger spirit in me. Yeah. Retaliation in me. Want to fight, just don't want to take the counsel. And finally, I surrendered. And God sanctified my soul. You know when God sanctified my soul? Guess the attitude I had when God sanctified you? I told God, I said, Lord, if you don't ever bless me with her, it don't matter to me because I'm giving over to you. See, when you get sanctified, you're giving over to the will of God, right. not your will. Right. Not my. Give me Isaiah real quickly, 55 and 8. Let me show you something. Let me give me something real quick. Isaiah 55 and 8. Let me show you something. What does the Bible say? He's, what did God say? Brother Dave, what did God say? For my say? thoughts are not your thoughts. God say, my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways. Neither are your ways my ways, the said the Lord. Read. For as the heavens are higher than the earth. The heavens are higher than the earth. So are my ways higher than your ways. You see that? And so my Lord, thoughts. I can be way off. Yes. I can be way off the mark, God. Yes. My thoughts is not God's thoughts. Right. My, so you know what your, your heart got to be? Lord, I surrender all to you. Lord, show me your way. Yeah. Brother, when you have that attitude, and God see that attitude, God will work situations out for you. Right. But yeah. if, you, if you refuse and rebel, go back to Isaiah. Watch this. Watch this now. Go back. Let's go to our, back to our closing scripture. Isaiah, the first chapter. He said, but if you refuse, he said, come now. And let us reason together. Let us reason together. Said the Lord. Said the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as they snow. They shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, yes, they shall be as wool. They shall be a wool. Read. If ye be willing and obedient, look at this here. Ye shall eat the good of the land. Here it is, right here. If you be willing and what, brother? Obedient. You know what it takes to serve God? An obedient heart. Yes. An honest heart. That's what it takes to live for God. Is an honest heart and mm -hmm. obedient heart. Mm -hmm. If you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the lamb. But what happened? But if ye refuse and rebel, ye shall be devoured you, with the sword. And you refuse and you rebel. Mm -hmm. Huh? 
Come on, Brother Tor. If you refuse and rebel, what's going to happen? You shall be devoured with the sword, for the mouth of the Lord has it's gonna spoken. It's going to kill you. Right. It's going to take you back out into the world. Right. It's going to take you back out in sin. Right. Yeah. It's going to kill you. The thing you thought was good for you will kill you. Come on now. If you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured by the sword. For what happened? For what? For the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. Has spoken it. Are you ready? Are you prepared? Are you prepared? We won't have time to go there. But Paul, he said, my departure is at hand. He said, I am now ready to be offered, and my departure is at hand. Can you say like Paul, I am ready to be offered? If God was to come back in the next 10 minutes, can you say, I'm ready to be offered, and my departure is at hand? Our departure is at hand, but are you ready to be offered? Paul said, I have fought a good fight. I have kept the faith. Not I'm trying to fight a good fight. I fought a good fight. He wasn't even dead yet. He didn't even know what else was before him. See, I fought a good fight. I've kept the faith. I've finished my course. There is now laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give unto me in that day, and not to me only, but also to them that love his appearance. Look at the love of God today in this room to bring such a type of message to us, to warn us, to prepare for the judgment, to prepare for the end. To prepare for the coming of Jesus Christ. That's the love of God. He always sent a warning. There was a lady, tell you this story and close with this story. There was a lady who was called Pretty Lady. And some of you all may know the story. I, I heard it years ago. I don't know all the ends of that, so I might tell a little off. But she sat in the mirror and she admired herself so and she said, My, am I pretty? And she painted herself, and she just decorated herself. She just was young, no care in the world. And everybody loved Pretty Lady. Pretty Lady was so loved that she didn't even have to lock her door when she went in her house. Pretty Lady sat in her house, and people would come by and talk to Pretty Lady, walk in and out of the house. And so there was one day, there was a knock at the door. Amen. She said, come on in, whoever you are. He said, what's your name? He said, I'm Pretty Lady. He said, my name is Death. She said, oh, Death, I'm not ready. I'm not ready, Death. Death said, I'm, don't worry. I'm not here for you today. I was just in the neighborhood. I came to get your neighbor down the road, and I was just stopping by to see you, see how you was doing, to warn you and let you know I'll be coming back for you. I'm going to come back to visit you. I'm going to give you a warning before I come. But before I come, I'm going to give you a warning. And years went by. And the old beautiful, smooth skin started to wrinkle up a little bit. Them old spry steps started to slow down. Pretty lady started, the old beautiful eyes, she now wore a little bifocals. And she sat down one day in a chair. She said, my, I'm still pretty. You know, I still got it going on. Huh? You ever seen some 65-year-old, 74 you just dress, dressed in some, some young clothes, still thinking they, thinking they young. Come on now. Right. I've still got it going on. Hat tilted to the side and pants. Saw an old man with his pants down. 
Huh? I still got it going on. Huh? Pretty lady was like, I'm still pretty. One day there's a knocking door. She said, come on in, whoever you are. And when she saw Death, she said, oh, Death, how you doing? You must be in the neighborhood to pick somebody up today. <laughs> Who you got this time, Death? I appreciate you stopping by, she said. He said, pretty lady, I've come by for you. He said, she said, oh, no, Death, you told me you was going to give me a warning. You told me, Dev, that you was going to give me a warning before you came by. I haven't heard from you. So who are you here to get? You know it's not me. He said, Dev said, I've given you many warnings. When your eyes start getting a little dim, that was my warning. That your departure is at hand. When your face started wrinkling up a little bit, that was my warning. When you couldn't get up the stairs and the arthritis started hitting your knees, that was my warning. I said, now today is your day. Oh, Deb, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. It's too late. If death was to visit you right now, would God say, I know they're not going to forsake their sins today? Go ahead and bring them on home to their eternal reward. Or will he say, I can see there is a chance. Let them alone this year also. Let them alone. Let, let, me, let me dig about them today. This is their day today. Let me dung about them today. Let me get some fruit of righteousness on this tree. Today, God has spoken directly to your heart, your soul. And God wants you to be prepared. He sent the message to prepare you today. As we all stand.